What's going on guys? I am back with another video or I'm sorry podcast. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We may get there one day but not yet. Um, basically we're just going to talk about the national championship. Um, I know I'm a day late and dollar short so to speak but got kind of busy unexpectedly yesterday after work and couldn't do it but give the Baylor Bears all the credit in the world. I did think that Gonzaga, you know, my buddy was asking me and I was saying the only the only reservation I had about Gonzaga was that when usually when you win a game like that the celebration and the ex expended energy, the fact that they went into overtime, I thought that might be a factor of them getting off to a slow start. And sure enough, they got off to a mightily slow start and they never could quite get within uh, the right, I guess, grasp of getting it done, and I mean, give them credit, I, I wish that they had been, quote unquote, at full strength, like they had blown out UCLA, um, because UCLA would have given Baylor a much more difficult test, you know, and I guess that's, you know, I, I'm not making excuses for them, you know, I, I, I'm not that guy, you know, um, but I do think that 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 played a big time factor i mean you could see gonzaga came out flat everybody was all their shots were short like in the beginning of the game layups threes and so yeah i mean i i i felt for them and maybe in terms of you know next year they've got chet holcomb coming in he's you know big time seven footer young guy can shoot rebound they got out rebounded by 16 by the way um but we're, we're, let's talk about Baylor's defense. Baylor's defense is elite. I, I underestimated it. I hate to say that, and you guys know me. I'm a defensive guy, but, you know, I've, I've liked the Zags for a long time, I think, and, and that kind of factored in, but give them credit. When you can get stops consistently, um, and they and they got off to a good start from three. You know, they hit their first four threes, and that was just the kind of night it was going to be for them, shooting over 50%. Uh, you know, Gonzaga has some defensive mishaps, and give them credit, you know. Um, and they're talking about old Zags. Uh, what they say to Zags? Reputation is now they can't win big games. I mean, listen, you don't get to the championship game and lose, and you can't win big games. Not winning big games would be what they used to be, stuck in the Sweet 16, stuck in the Elite Eight, never being able to get to a Final Four. Now they've broken through and been able to do that as a program. Now they can get to the championship game. They just got to finish. And I feel like next year uh, is a great opportunity for them to do that. They, they're they still loaded even with Jalen Suggs leaving. Um, that's a real good basketball team over there. But Baylor, uh, Mitchell, man, you talk about a dude who has like 99 lateral quickness. Like <laughs> that dude can flat out stay in front of anybody, man. I, I'm eager to see what he does at the next level. I really want to see that. Um, but they got some real good, good. They have some really good prospects over there. Um, you know, I, I'm eager to see how. You know, congratulations to Baylor Bryce Drew. You know, um, being able to break through, get it done. There were. They deserved it. They deserved every minute of it. Hell of a basketball team over there. They beat the Zags thoroughly, and and you know they deserve all the credit in the world for doing that. Um, defense, defense still wins championships. You know, I, I went against my old mantra, 
shame on me, but, uh, you know, they, they, they still are, uh, that standard now, you know, it's interesting because college basketball is so different, you know, in that you can, you can win a national championship in college basketball, but the reality is now a lot of guys leave. And so it's more difficult to get back to that level to repeat. (sighs) But Baylor really, really only got tested in the one game, I believe. Um, against Villanova. I think that was the only game and they wound up pulling away from them late and uh you know they they dominated. They dominated the bench. Their bench was huge all postseason long. Um you'll give them credit. Give them a ton of credit for it. They they deserve it, you know. Um but let's uh let's talk about excuse me. Let's talk about um the NFL a little bit, and you know what, do I need to, uh, I can make it, Mm, okay, yeah, the NFL a little bit, and I'm sorry guys, basically, it's been put out there about the Jets taking Zach Wilson with the number two pick. Uh, the 49ers obviously traded up to number three. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see them taking Mac Jones. I'm sorry. I, I just don't. I don't. Is he polished? Yeah, but I don't think he's. I'd rather have Trey Lance if if, if, if it was my pick for the 49ers. Um, I'd rather have a mobile guy. I mean, you don't do all that stuff and then trade up and say, okay, we're only going to take one guy. Um Unless that one guy is like Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> you know, but, um, there's been a lot of rumors and news, um, obviously the, the, the Jets trading Sam Darnold away makes the, the selection of a quarterback pretty much a sure thing, um, the Panthers, I like the deal for the Panthers, I really do, because, look, they, they were in a position where, they felt like getting a a, a, a first-round pick. Um, you, you were never going to get a first-round pick for for Sam Darnold, I don't think. Um, they kind of took what was, I think, a second, fourth, sixth-round pick and then a sixth-round pick next year. So, you know, they got a good deal out of it in terms of what you get back a young prospect. Um you know, it's a great deal for the Jets because they're sitting there too and they didn't want to, you know, have two quarterbacks on the roster, obviously. I do think they ruined Sam Darnold a little bit. You know, I, I feel for this kid right now because he's a guy who reminds me a lot of Josh Rosen. Sometimes, man, these quarterbacks, you just don't know how good they are because of circumstances. And I'm not, look, every every guy that comes in, has to make the best of his circumstances, but Josh Rosen, to me, I mean, he's been on what three, four teams now in in no not as many years, you know, and I I feel for him because if you're taken high in the draft and they give you one year, you get a reputation around the league. You do, regardless of what anybody else says, you do get a rep around the league of. 
okay, he's not this, he's not that. But the reality is, how could you know? After one year, how could you possibly know what a prospect is? You don't. Now, has he struggled? Yeah, but he's only had one year everywhere. <laughs> like, so I just, you know, I mean, we've, we've seen this story before. Guys that sit have the advantage. They really do, most of the time. You know, Aaron Rodgers. You know, look at Alex Smith, who never sat. And all of a sudden winds up having some good years because he was in the system for a minute. And I, I feel for guys like him because we never know what he could have been. He obviously has the arm talent. He obviously has the physical abilities. You know, all these teams that need quarterbacks... Listen, the reality of the situation is they're not all going to work out, okay? So that means that a couple of these teams are taking the wrong guy or a couple of these quarterbacks are going to the wrong places, whichever you want to call it, all right? That's the reality of it. That's just, that's just the way it works out every single year. You don't get five, six, seven, eight good quarterbacks in one draft, especially when they're all taken. Most of them are taken in the top ten. It, do, it just doesn't happen. So there's going to be some busts here, Okay? question is where now for the Jets I would probably point there first because even though Zach Wilson is a good prospect look the guy we're going off one year of good tape and that's always a mistake all right I, I I'm not a fan of that I would need to see more data and in a bad conference right no competition all right at least with Carson Wentz, I could say, well, he had a couple good years, right? And you look at a guy like Josh Allen, who was, they'll say it's a late bloomer, but he wasn't really a late bloomer. He improved every year he was there. It's just that because he became elite last year, then people started to take notice. But you guys know me. I've been on the Josh Allen train forever. I was like, man, I think this guy's going to be a good quarterback. I really do. I like what he has. He's improved. You know, just because you don't take jumps, giant jumps, doesn't mean you're not getting better. And unfortunately for a lot of these quarterbacks, unless they become elite, they're going to be considered bust or average or backup. But sometimes it really is just, A, they need more time in the system. I'd say that more than anything. That's probably the number one thing. If I had to point to one thing for each quarterback that has failed, Either they needed to sit or they needed more time in the system. And a lot of times, the pressure from, from social media now, right? The pressure from free aid or the pressure from, from the media in general, from fans, is whoever we take, he's got to start because we need a savior. A lot like women. Anyway, so for me, I would say... Number two, like, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not sitting here telling you these guys are going to be busts. I'm telling you there's a high chance that they will be just based off the way the draft has always gone. You just don't get, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks out of every draft. You just don't. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Okay. So that, of course, would mean that there's some that are going to work out. Now, Zach Wilson obviously has the talent. Mac Jones, Mac Jones, to me. He's he's a little bit difficult, a little bit more difficult to dissect. I think he's probably the best passer right now. This draft, probably the most ready-made QB in this draft um, that could start day one. 
you know. Uh, he would be probably, in my opinion, a Patriots-type target. Makes me wonder if they're going to trade up and get a guy. You know, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know the answer to that. But the reality is uh, they need a quarterback, too. And I would probably say Trey Lance is probably the most intriguing. But he, when we talk about small schools and all that stuff, he's at the top of the list. His competition was literally like, what, one double A or something like that? I mean, it's it's pretty low, you know. Um, it doesn't matter as much because of Carson Wentz. You know, he, he went to that same school. He crushed it. Um, the NFL is more willing to forgive that simply because of how tape is and how the league is now. Um, you know, it's so much more spread out. You can use your athleticism. Um, I'd, I'd still rather have him just because of the mobility aspect rather than Mac Jones. And, I mean... I don't, I don't think Mac Jones is going to come in and be Patrick Mahomes. And what I mean by that is Patrick Mahomes had the stigma of Texas Tech bad quarterback play. So now he, when he comes into the league, or remember he was traded for, we don't know how far he would have dropped had Andy Reid not traded for him, right? So before Patrick Mahomes, all Texas Tech quarterbacks were bad. Cliff Kingsbury, um, uh, he was just one of many. Uh, there was a ton of them. I can't even think of the names of them right now, but I watched some of them play in the league, and it was not pretty. And so you had that stigma. And so anytime you put up video game numbers, I mean, it's artificial. And really, if you look at Patrick Mahomes' two Super Bowls, those numbers he put up were pretty artificial too. <laughs> anyway, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um... You know the Bengals are going to take some kind of offensive lineman. Uh, you know the Giants are probably not going to take a quarterback. Uh, you know, it's it's more likely they won't than they will, right? And then uh, the Dolphins seem committed to Tua, although I don't know why. Because what did he show them besides the fact that he can't throw deep in his rookie year? He wasn't accurate. He had a ton of interceptions. Like, I just said... That we don't want to judge a guy after one year, right? But what exactly did Tua show that you could point to and say, okay, that's a building block for next year? I mean, he completed under freaking 55% of his passes, right? I mean, Fitzpatrick literally came in and saved a couple games for them. Like, he literally didn't do anything. But he was hyped, right? And guys like that, I don't give special clearance to if you're one of these guys who was oh he's gonna be this and oh he's gonna be that and we and then you come in and you stink it up in year one see i can't i can't give you a pass for that chief <laughs> now with that said pressure's on them to immediately improve right i mean that's how this goes now right this is this is how this goes you know if you're a, a high draft pick you better you better get better immediately So, you know, I, for one, I'm intrigued about the start of the draft. I want to see how it works out in terms of I don't understand what the heck is wrong with this thing. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, and then there's Justin Fields, who I wouldn't touch him. 
I know a lot of people want to. I know they like him. He's. I'm not a fan of Justin Fields. I, I always look at it and I'm always going to say, if you are not good against good competition, I'm probably not going to take you. You know, no quarterback has to be perfect, but in, against good competition, you got to show me something. You look at the, 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 he lit up Clemson, but stunk against Alabama, who, you know, they have a good defense, but they don't have a defense like they had in previous years where it was just locked down, shut down. I understand why he didn't look good against them, right? And Justin Fields, no, I, I, I wouldn't do it, but that's just me. You know, I'm not the one making them front office decisions. Um, is is Washington going to take a quarterback if he's there? You know, with uh, Heineke and Ryan Fitzpatrick, certainly possible. Certainly possible. Well, the the, court, the the Cowboys were dumb enough to pay Dak, and we'll we'll get to that another <laughs> another another podcast. But yeah, the draft uh, it's going to be interesting to to see what happens here. All these young quarterbacks likely going to go in the top ten. We'll get to see exactly how it how it shakes out. Um, but other than that, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride, boys. Um. The draft is, I believe, it is, when is it? People do all these mock drafts, man. It's it's amazing. There's a million of them. Thursday, April 20th. Okay, yeah. All right. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much it. I'm I'm sorry for taking up time. I I, uh, I look at these quarterback prospects. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence is still at the top of the board. Um, I'd probably rather I take him high, number one. Um, then I probably I don't know. I mean, to me, Fields has the experience, but not the 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 play against elite competition. And then Zach Williams or Zach Wilson has the, uh, the ability, but the same, basically the same Mark. He played against bad competition most of the time. Um, then you have Trey Lance who also has the ability, but uh, you know, I mean the lowest level of competition. And then you have Mac Jones who he like Patrick Mahomes has the stigma of what, good Alabama QBs are there. Now, Mac Jones, I think he does have ability. Um, and a team like Washington that has weapons, I just think that always helps. Like, just as for instance, you could draft it to the Jets. I mean, I, uh, Corey Davis? I mean, you know, yeah, he's good, but, I mean, mm, right? <laughs> you know? Now, you go to 49ers, I mean, you got Kittle, you got... Uh, Ayuk, you got freaking use check. You got any running back that gets drafted. You got uh, Debo. I mean, you got all kind of weapons all over the place. Plus, you got Kyle Shanahan. So anybody who goes there is going to be, they're going to have a field day. They're going to they're going to have a, a real opportunity to succeed. But 
as you get down that list, I mean, like, just as for instance, Sam Darnold got traded to the Panthers. I mean, who do the Panthers have? I mean, they just lost the receiver to Washington, right? Washington's got some weapons. But, I mean, some of these guys, man, that's what I mean. Some of them are not going to have the best opportunity to succeed. To, the best opportunity to succeed is you've got to have at least a decent offensive line, average. Average offensive line, not below average like Joe Burrow has, right? And one offensive lineman in this draft or two offensive, that's not going to change that, right? And then uh, then you have other teams that they just <laughs> they're just not there yet, right? You know, so you feel for them. You feel for some of these guys, man. Um, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. Atlanta that should be an interesting one because some of the Mac drafts have them taking Kyle Pitts. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do because uh, Matt Ryan is getting older. Um, but I this is what I would say about Atlanta. I mean, how many offensive weapons do you need, man? <laughs> like at some point this stuff has to pan out right so it's either gonna take a system change a quarterback change or i mean something something's got to give here i mean that's that's brutal but anyway guys i appreciate you guys listening uh be sure to like and comment uh oh and shout out to I think his name is DJ. I met him yesterday uh, while I was at work. So shout out to him, a new listener on the pod. I appreciate it, man. We had a good conversation. I talk too much, but <laughs> that's why I got a podcast, man. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and I will catch you next time.